Urban Cross Politic on the fastest growing Rowdy Presbyterian Fight Laugh Feast Network in America. That's on. Pastor Toby. Right now. Right now. It's on at this right time. Now, at this time. That you're watching. Very, yes. I think, right. I think it's in the world, not just it's, in America. In the universe. In the universe. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Toby, Chuck Knox, I'm the water boy. It's good to be with you daily. Yeah. Daily. I don't know. I'm kind of getting tired of you guys. Are you? <laughs> it took you this long. Almost four years, and you're just now starting to get tired. <laughs> As Love you guys you can see, we're trying to work very hard on a daily basis to bring you guys content. And a way you could bless us is by joining our club. Oh, Join our club. It can get better daily. It, it Maybe get better. Pastor Toby can tolerate us <laughs> if you would join the network so we can do more. He's tired of the same. Take mode. your stimulus paycheck and just join the club. Yeah. There you go. I, I, I got my, I got it. It's in, it's in there. So I so we were just talking before the show that it sounds like some people were starting to get their stimulus checks and it's it's just automatic deposit. direct deposit into your bank account. Right, right. I've never given. I refuse to give the IRS access to my bank account on my own will. You, you know, on my own will. You know, you know they don't care. <laughs> and then I just checked after Toby, and the stimulus check was in my bank account. I've never given them. They know access. It Gabe, freaked Gabe, me out. Gabe, they know everything. Why are you surprised? You. you, you you're, you're acting really surprised. Well, you know what they did is they took my IRS uh, um, return, right? Lined it up to my bank account uh-huh. through my social security number. Yep, and that's how it all came together. So. Right. So they cross referenced all yeah. that. I'm, right. It, was, and, and probably Facebook is in there somewhere too. Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you surprised? Uh, I remember years. Yes ago. Yes or no? I remember years ago when I first started actually having money to report because you know I was married for a number of right, years, right. in which it was like you know we were just you know eating rice and beans, yeah, you know, yeah. And, yeah. and just praising Jesus, and <laughs> having a great old <laughs> the time. good old days. And, and then you know they then you start having kids, and they're like, oh, we're going to pay you for your kids. And I was like, I don't, you don't pay me for my kids. Right. Right. My kids, God gave them to me. They don't have Caesar's image on them. And so they would send me checks, and I just rip them up and put them in the trash, right? Because I was like, I don't, I'm taking your your money yeah. for my kids. Thank yeah. you very much. Well, well, then one one year, I, I think I think they it worked for a year or two like that. And I didn't I didn't get the money. And then a third year or fourth year of doing that, I ripped it up, threw it in the trash, and then a month later, it was in my bank account. Oh, oh! You gonna take this so, money? So, so there was like, it all the, the last, money that you had ripped the last up? three years. The last no, three years. No, no, it, was just, it was just, just for the return. Whoa. Just return. Hey, so, so did you go back and tell them you have a couple years where you owe me a little money? <laughs> no, no just, you didn't. You didn't I, do that. I, okay. I don't got time for that. So, but you took. But you eventually took it. Yeah, wow. Because so, so, they forced you. <laughs> well, that, well, that's so. That's when I just I, I just decided I, I was gonna start um, my personal thing. I don't think this is binding on anybody's conscience, but I decided like, all right, this is not my money. I don't think this is right. And I just wanted some way of designating that. And so I just started doing a double tithe. Whenever they give yeah. me money that's not mine, I just do a double tithe and just be like, you know, 20%. And just be like, Lord, yeah. you know that I don't need this money. I don't want this money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I live in a messed up system. And so that's just the way I've done it. So right. I want to ask about, so right now, because we've talked about talking about the stimulus money and when it comes in, what you're going to do with it. There's yeah. been Matt Williams who's talked about this. I said, uh, what about, what are, we, are we outside the introduction here? Yeah, because I, was, yeah, I, I got upcoming oh, events to oh, talk oh, about. Go ahead. So we're, we're never going to get to this topic. Go no, ahead. No, talk we'll about all He doesn't want to talk about it. He's, he's, he's mad. Like, right? he's, <laughs> he's like, we're not talking about this. The IRS got access to my bank account. I'm for real. I'm for real. I'm for real. So we got a couple of upcoming events. So as everyone knows, the Grace Agenda Conference got moved. 
to it Fort was August. at the end of April. Yeah. Now it got moved to August. Right. And uh, so now it's August 14th to 15th. That's actually going to be a pretty packed weekend because NSA has graduation. That's they actually right. moved graduation. We moved it over there. We have the pre- uh, president's dinner okay. that weekend. And then we also have uh, the, all the students coming back to start college right. in, in August also. So it's going to be a fun time. If you guys can make it to the Grace Agenda Conference course, we'll be there. Yep. We'll have a booth. You're speaking. It's here, it's here in Moscow. It's here in Moscow. The theme this year is School of Practical Christianity. So it's like oh, man. Ba- back to basics of what, what it means to be a Christian. Amen. Um, and Gary DeMar speaking. Gary, um, yeah. Uncle Gary. I got a question. Yeah. Uh, um, are we going to have a question? Are we going to be taking people's temperature when they come inside the Grace Agenda? I'm just wondering how we're going to get back to <laughs> normal. The, I mean, I'm just wondering normal. if, you know. I just say if, if you're be. sick or vulnerable, don't show up. Are we going to be spacing six feet apart? How's, how are we doing? Uh, by that point, I hope not. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway. All right. <laughs> and then secondly, of course, our Fight, Laugh, Feast conference October is 1st. in Nashville. Hey, all these conferences got canceled in the, in the springtime here. Yeah. Our conference is going to be hopping. All right, I just I just know it is because y'all going to be hungry for some food, and we're going to start. We're going to kick the whole conference people off on Thursday be, night. People are going to be hungry for some some socializing and some beer and yeah, salt and some be beer stars. and salt. Like, that's right. I want some community. Yeah. And so make sure you sign up for our Fight Laugh Feast conference. That's www.fightlaughfeast.com, and all club members get a discount. So you're saving money. You're losing money if you don't join the club. I mean. Coming back to that. <laughs> and you're but, losing money if you don't come to the conference. That's yeah. right. It's and, like it's like you just got taken out of your bank account by the IRS. Oh. <laughs> we doing fact, that now? In fact, in fact, <laughs> we, we I'm working on an algorithm to do that right now. Uh, and then lastly, we're gonna be in San Diego. I'm looking forward at to Pastor this one too. Joel's right. church doing the right response annual conference October twenty third through the twenty fourth in San Diego. Man, and I'm gonna go down so, on that San Diego beach and I'm gonna wa- watch a sunset. Yes. Flagrantly. Yes. <laughs> Flagrantly. Sitting next to your wife. I, I, don't, I don't care what. What kind of regulations you got down there in San Diego He's County? I'm going to be there. I'm going to be watching the sunset. Amen. That's yeah. Virgil and Daryl going to be there at that conference, too, Yeah, right? Virgil, oh, Just wow. Thinking guys. From the Just Thinking yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll so, be there. Yeah, that would be great. Oh, man, I like those that's brothers. Yeah. I like those brothers. Okay, okay, Knox, I'll let you get back to your, your so stimulus question. So what are you going to do with your stimulus check? Because we've argued about this before, yeah. but we never talked about it on, on, on the show. Um, my thought at first was, nope. I don't want it. I'm scared of what y'all doing with this. But they, no. you know, they know they're just going to put it in there. Sure, sure. And I'm they, scared and, to look. And they just did. Now. It's probably they in there They just now. did. And um, you got like 100 kids, so. <laughs> yeah, I was supposed to be like $5,400, something like that. <laughs> right, right. So. Well, I, here's, here's what I, I. Do they count the unborn children? Uh. No, oh, I don't think so. They, they don't have a social, have security, social, number social yeah. security number yet. Social security number yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, I home birth, so I can write one up real quick. <laughs> What you, you do know. is you get that Bible, that birth Bible. We can you know? do that. Yeah, yeah, know. that's awesome. So here's here's my take on it. Uh, you know, this I, what I want to do is I want to try to line it up in such a way where my kids are going to be better off, um, because our kids are going to be the ones that are going to be paying for this. So um, right. I'm going to be opening up a bank account for each of my kids, actually with the stimulus money, and then you don't have bank accounts for your kids yet. Not yet. I mean, they're <laughs> you know they're five, seven, and so that so that's one thing I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I'm also in the situation where I actually owe taxes this year. I mean, I've made no money, but since I'm a proprietor, yeah. um, uh, I owe. Taxes. Oh, they know. So they know. <laughs> they so know. I'm, I'm just going to take the money and give it right back to the yeah, IRS. Yeah. So I'm so I'm a, I'm a tithe on some of it. Give yeah. some of it. Uh, start a bank account for the kids and then pay how, off my taxes. How does that work with you knowing that we shouldn't be getting? I mean. Yeah, well, I think I think Christians need to be super mindful of what just happened. 
Right. Because how easy is it for us to slip into the mentality like, hey, this isn't that big of a deal. Right. This is, you know. I mean, we're, we're trying to be, they, the government is trying to pay us off right now. Yeah. This is bribe money. Yeah, mm. it, it really it, it, is. It's like, don't, don't be so upset. Don't be so, don't be so sad. Don't be upset. You know. We had to make this decision on your behalf. And, and, I think, and here's some money for you. I, I I think it is. And I think it's like they've, it's been a complete disaster. Mm-hmm. So technically, would you say technically they owe businesses? Technically, businesses oh, yeah. they actually owe. They yep. need to be yep. taking care of businesses, what they've done, what they've taken from them, restitution. The problem, though, is they don't have money to pay back. And so what they're right. doing is they're actually taking this, stealing this money from our grandkids yeah. right? because they don't have it. I mean, yeah. un- unless unless there's somebody in the back room somewhere doing some massive cuts on the federal budget. <laughs> it ain't happening. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, no. you know, Trump just announced that he's cutting off funding to the World Health Organization. Yeah. WHO. Which is, which is awesome. Which is great. $800 yeah. million dollars or something like that, I yeah, think. Yeah, but, but $800 million is not quite the same as two point, you know, whatever, two trillions. Plus trillion, yeah. You know, trillions. Um, so, but, you know, yeah, I, th- I think you're going to have to do that. Otherwise, you're taking it from the grandkids. Yeah. yeah, and then and you know it's it's a uh, you know it, it you're, you're like it, it, you've got water coming in and you're just you know it's it's like trying to bail out you know the you know the Pastor Wilson had it on his blog the other day the from uh, Fantasia with Mickey Mouse you know he's pouring the yeah, water yeah. out and it's coming and the in, brooms are pushing it all back in faster yeah. coming in as fa- you know it's the same kind of thing it's like you you're not actually doing anything yeah right. um, but I think the the thought is well hey. At least practically, and we talked to David Bonson about this, I think that there is a sense in which there's a bunch of people, especially at the bottom of the economy, mm-hmm. um, who really are in a situation where um, they, they go paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. yeah. and they, they've been sent yeah. home, and they're not getting paychecks. Yeah. Right. And, you know, what do you do? I, yeah. You know, it's, it's a mess. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's a mess. Yeah, and, I, and I, I just think Christians need to know exactly what the play, what play has been run on yeah. us, as we've been talking about, and they need to be very principled in what happened. And if you basically, if you have, you know, some debt to pay off, go ahead and pay it off with it. Um, but, you know, try to invest it and, and donate it away. Try you to know, be more like, responsible than the federal government uh, with, yeah. with that money, you know. Uh, think think, think long term and yeah. think independence. You know, consciously, yeah. my mind is not connecting these yet. You know, I'm still working through conscious how I want to deal with. I don't like yeah. the fact that my, the federal government takes money from me that's mine and tells me how much of it I can have back. I don't even like that situation no, yeah. anyway. No, yeah, yeah. But I really don't like it the fact that we're taking money from who knows where. And because, oh, we know where. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And 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 so it's kind of my conscience is a little. Yeah. Well, and and so yeah. I'm trying to figure out how. To, but Gabe, you said something I thought was real, made me take this in consideration. Yeah. My children are going to have six thousand dollars worth of debt right now at this current state with Probably, with interest with interest that's <laughs> yeah. going to grow. So, yeah. what situation? Where, where's that number from? Um, the 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 stimulus money that you get. No, no, no. I'm talking. You said you you ba- you base this comment on how much debt every American has right now. Oh, it's based it, on the total the, debt. The total debt the American has. I think you said something like six thousand dollars. Oh per no, it's like um, or sixty. What was it? I think it's sixty thousand per person. Yeah, it's so if so it's if like two hundred thousand per family. The and nas- they, the national yeah. debt. Yeah, the you national, take debt. national debt. You Thank divide, you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so about sixty thousand. Th- I think. If yeah. you trust Gabe's, anyway, there's yeah. a. Astronomical amount of money my kids are that they're that they're born into. That yeah. they're born into. And yeah. so you made me think about well, what does it look like to think in a way that by the time they become of age, they are financially set up to handle whatever situation's in front of them. Yeah. And yeah. if I can have the opportunity to do that, yeah. I better take it. Yeah. 
I better figure that out. What does that look like? Right. Markets, investment, business. What does that look like, and how do I do yeah, that? You use it to try to create more independence. Right. For and, exactly. And, and take responsibility rather than just I'm throwing it away. Rather that's than right. just doing something you know for just that's going to be be disposable. That's right. going yeah. to be burning it up. That's right. Um, try to think long term. Try to think yeah. in terms of independence. Now, I, you need to be thinking like that anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. You need to be thinking like yeah. that anyway. Right. But especially when a situation comes where you weren't expecting certain types of money. Yeah. How are you thinking about the, it? The other right? thing is, I think I do think Christians should be thinking about immediate needs too. There really are some people that have been That's crushed exactly by all right. this, yeah. and um, and even if we think the federal government is being completely irresponsible and foolish yeah. in how they're handling the the finances of our nation, yeah. Um, be you be responsible and think and look in terms of you know are there people in need around me, right? Uh, and are there immediate That's needs, good. emergency yeah. needs that can be met, yeah. Um, in the meantime, yeah. do you, do you think churches right now there's there's a uh, Money is set aside for churches to possibly be able to tell you think that the churches should take this money? Absolutely not. So what's the difference between the church and then the individual because in this situation? An individual is a citizen, and I think going back to the debt issue, we really do have a debt. I mean, given how much uh, we're all responsible in that sense. Yeah. I mean, we've put these leaders in place, yeah. and they've created the debt, and we owe it. Ultimately, yeah, yeah. Um, I, the church um, is not, as an institution, is not entailed in that at all. Yeah, ought not to be. Um, the mm-hmm. church does not exist by the permission of the state. Yeah. The church does not. That's why the churches have been historically uh, tax exempt. Right. Um, they um, there are ministerial exemptions for pastors because yep. we are not employees of the state in any way, shape, or form. Right. So if you look at uh, the people. It's like if the church is going through something, and you need help. You let the people be the one who service the church to help get, yeah, but yeah. not let the federal government be the one that yeah, it's indebted I, to. I, yeah, I think it's absolutely an enormous mistake for churches to take money from the federal government yeah. right now. Absolutely. I think there are some in the SBC yeah. right now that are saying, "Hey, this might be an opportunity to help churches out," and it's like, no, that that that's a that's a hook. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I think just in principle, you ought to say, um, how do we want to exist as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ? Do yep. we want to exist um, because of the blessing of governments, uh, you know, of, of yeah. politicians? Yeah. Yeah. Or do we want to exist because of the blessing of God? Right. Um, I think there's a principle there, I think, that also applies analogously to Christians as individuals. Yeah. But I do think there's a different government. There's a different governmental entity there. Right. Um, and I think churches need to say, no, 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 absolutely not. Right. Um, we, we don't, we will not take your, you know, your loans, your forgivable loans, whatever. Yeah. Um, we exist because of Jesus. Right. And his blessing and his provision and, and not get entailed into that at all. Not, not get hooked into See, that at and, all. And I, and I love, and that's where I'm still kind of feeling the same way on the stimulus side for me like yeah. that, that my heart is kind of there because i, I don't want to be I, beholden to them well, that's, I, again, suspicion. that's suspicious fantastic even on the individual side where yeah. i would say yeah. i don't think I, I have a problem with individuals taking the i don't the, either but i don't I, but i think the the difference is there's still you should still not be you should take it in a way that's not beholden to them yeah and yeah. and i would say but there is a difference between a, being a citizen i believe of that. a nation yeah. absolutely and being yeah. a church which transcends nations yeah yeah i'm just concerned period with government getting hooked you, no matter where it is, absolutely, so, and, and that's good. good. So, so, so Trump on Monday had this amazing press conference. If if Trump was to offer a master class on press conferences, <laughs> this was I'm it? taking it. This was yeah. it. I'm taking it. I'm signing up. Yeah, show me where the master class is at. I'm there. So what happened? I'm, I haven't even seen the whole thing yet. Okay, so there's a three minute, three minute, twenty second video that if you've been watching Fox News, Trump has the, uh, really it's uh, Hannity. He's been towering Trump from this and praising him on it. And he's got a videos he's playing every night and a timeline he's played okay. every night and knowing that Trump is like his, his buddy, he's been, yeah. you know, backing him up. And so Handy's been playing these videos of the media, 
um, and doctors and other people saying, hey, Trump was uh, doing way too much. The coronavirus isn't that big of a deal. And he's and so. Oh, so early on. So early on. Yeah. And so Hanny's kind of put together. He's holding receipts for everybody. Uh, <laughs> and so Trump does something. He just decides to put together some of the clips that Hannity's gathered. Okay. And he decides to play it at a press conference. Okay. This was when? This was Monday. Okay. All right. All right. People should be more concerned right now with the flu in this country. A lot of people are concerned about the coronavirus because they're hearing a lot of news about it right now. But the reality is comparing it to the flu, for example, it's not even close to being at that stage. What if it is worse? (laughs) Is this a moment where maybe countries put politics aside, a little bit of pride aside, and do we have U.S. officials? Should U.S. professionals such as yourself get involved? How worried should Americans be about (laughs) coronavirus? Coronavirus is not going to cause a major issue in the United States. <laughs> oh. So, gotta, so he plays this. So he plays. For this is at the com- at press the conference. conference. He plays this video. Yeah. <laughs> this is, to me, I've never seen anything like this. And I haven't been around that long. At least I don't think I have. My kids probably think I have. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember a moment in a press conference wow. where the press get put uh, in, in the dock. <laughs> Right, because because they've been they've been trying to put Trump in the dock. That's right, and and this for the first time he's got all the receipts. Yeah, and he's put them in the dock. Here's a report card, and he's letting and got to remember this is the most watched thing on television. The press conference is the number one watched show on television because right now. sports aren't going on right now. So. Right, right. there's no sports. Trump is the sport. He's the sport right now. Trump is straight up he's WWE. Live sport. This yeah. is World Wrestling yeah. Federation yeah. public. Yeah. So he, so he does this, and they're watching themselves themselves. Wow! And Here's not, a mirror, and, and he's showing everybody else too yeah, right. what he what they've been doing. Right. And so, and there's another clip in here where he not only does this, and then there's another. The second clip he plays, it's three minutes. The second part of the clip is him taking decisive action. I decide to do something January thirty first. He closed, 31st. He closed I closed, China. Yeah. He, yeah, and then them saying this was bad. Why are you doing this? This is homophobic. Okay, and then he goes on to the last part of the clip, which is all the governors and everybody else praising him for what he's been doing. His team is on it. They've been responsive late at night, early in the morning, uh, and they've uh, thus far been doing everything that they can do. And I want to say thank you. And I want to say that I appreciate it. He returns calls. He reaches out. uh, He's been proactive. California. Uh, We got that Mercy ship down here in Los Angeles. That was directly because he sent it down here. 2,000 medical uh, units came to the state of California, these FMS, these these field medical stations. uh, And that's been very, very helpful. The president has been... uh, uh, outstanding uh, through all this. The vice president's been wow, outstanding. The members of the coronavirus task force, very responsive. We had asked if we could have, New Jersey could have access to a piece of the beds that are on the USNS Comfort, and the president came back, called me a short few minutes before I walked in here to say, indeed, they would grant that to New Jersey. So that's a big step for us, in addition to all the other capacity. That news is literally hot off the press. And I thank the president and vice president who are on the call together. President Trump approved Arizona's request for a presidential major disaster declaration. I want to thank the president. There's no disaster in Arizona, by the way. We requested this on a Wednesday, and we had approval by Saturday morning. And we are grateful to the administration for their continued support and responsiveness. It almost looks like it hurts them to say it. You know, it's like, wow. but you know, this is what wow. he, this is preemptive. And I don't usually see that. I mean, 
again, whatever he's doing, this is set up, set up for something else. He's playing some 4D chess here. Yeah. Well, he, what I'm seeing is people are saying that he's getting ready to reopen the economy. Yeah, he's getting ready to. I think so. And, uh, you know, sort of use, use all the power that he has to say, all right, guys. It's time to reopen. Yeah, uh, we've we've flattened the curve. We we you know, we addressed it based on what people said we ought to do. Yeah. All right, let's get back to work and let's, let's And I think that's what he's getting ready yeah. to do. Yeah. And so right now he's doing a bum run. Yeah. To kind of put the media exactly. at ease to say <laughs> right. I'm going to do this. And and you've been praising me up to this point. Yeah. I've right. done everything right up to this yeah. point. You've been wrong about this up to this point. Yes. So why don't you sit down and shut up and let me do my thing? Mm-hmm. Oh man. And so he's just I, I want that masterclass. Strategically, <laughs> this was brilliant. Yeah. Maybe this we get Trump brilliant. to do like a fight, laugh, feast club portal masterclass. You know, matter this. of fact, I remember there were, in the press conference, there was a reporter that asked, like, out of all the time I've been doing this, I've never seen anything like this before, yeah. which I think he's right. Yeah. And then he goes on to say, who made this? Yeah. Because <laughs> he knows. Who made this? He knows. Oh, yeah. the, you know, this has come from yeah. Fox, you know, so yeah. there's no doubt. The, yeah. the way he handled it was like, we made it. We put it together. We grabbed yeah. some clips that were out there, and yeah. we got plenty more, plenty, plenty more. Yeah. We can show you all. <laughs> we can, we, we can got play, tons more. We can play all day long. All day long. We got, this could go on for hours. For, for three minutes, three and a half minutes to see yourself yeah. and for everybody yeah. else right. to see you, this right. Just, yeah. I mean, remember too. I mean, don't forget. I mean, it's so easy to remember to forget this, but remember how bad the news was in 2016. The, the media, yes, completely botched the election. That's right. Yeah. The presidential right. election. That's right. They did the the stats, the numbers, yep. everything. And there was a space of time when everybody was like, "We will never believe anything you say ever again." And then collusion. And, it, and then <laughs> and then I think that that was the buildup yep. of, of more. And now here we go. I yeah. think the last three months, we we've I think you know they they start that way, yeah. And then as soon as Trump takes action, yeah. they completely pivot. That's right. And they say, no, you you're not handling this enough. Yeah. And and it's you know because they, he, I think they know right now the conversation that's happening happening between the governors and President Trump. I think President Trump has talked some ways he probably shouldn't have about what he has authority to do in yep, every state. Yep, that you, yep, you've lost yep, your mind. Yep, Don't yep. do that, please. But I think yep. he's baiting him in the same way he was baiting uh, Doctor yeah. uh, uh, Fauci, Fauci yeah. with retweeting the idea of you know <laughs> fire, 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 fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's yeah. he's. He knows what he's doing. He's keeping everybody on their toes. He's yeah. basically telling Fauci, "Don't play the game with me." Well, yeah. I, just, I don't like where the conversation is at right now but, at all. But anyway, because because all we're doing is talking about how Trump's handling it right. versus yeah, the reality of the crisis of what's going on. But I right. think if Trump is setting up to reopen everything, yeah, then all it is is just a feint. He's yeah. checkmating them. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. Right. I mean, I, I think he he's for the most part not been drawn into a lot of the. Um, you know, how did you handle? I mean, he's he's punching it back. He's right, answering right, right. it. Yeah. Um, but he's basically just said, "All right, we're going to deal with this. We're going to face this the best mm-hmm. I think we should, and then we're going to move on." Yeah. Um, I think you're right. We shouldn't get we shouldn't get um, caught up in um, whenever there's a controversy. Immediately, and, and Dr. Merkel was saying this yesterday on really the show, um, uh, riffing off of uh, that book Glass Jaw, but he said that the, the temptation is immediately to get um, distracted by the argument over how are things being handled, right. rather than what's the problem, yeah. what's yep. the issue. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I think the same thing needs to be the focus here yep. is what's the issue, yeah. right. what's the truth. What's right. the, in fact, didn't Obama say this is really important? Oh, well, yeah. Obama just came out and supported Joe Biden. Uh, now that just Hunger Games time. is finally winding yeah, I'm not down. Playing Hunger Games. We're down with I, that. No, we don't have to. You're a line dog face pony Th- soldier. There you go. <laughs> oh, Bernie beat Obama to endorsing Joe Biden. Bernie did. Bernie beat his opponent. Yeah. Bernie won something. Bernie beat Obama <laughs> to endorsing Biden first. What did he say? Uh, Obama did? Yeah. What did he say? Yeah. I got it for you. I'm so proud to endorse Joe Biden 
for president of the United States. Now, really? There's nobody choosing else. Choosing Joe to be my vice president was one of the best. Uh, Justin Trudeau. Uh, time out. I got love an endorsement time out. before <laughs> Biden did. Blackface Ob- Justin Trudeau before I, Obama. I just love the fact before that he Biden. finds the got pause it. button when he wants to talk. I just love that he just did that. Yeah, he doesn't, do he doesn't yeah. ever do that for us. <laughs> no, no. But when he wants to He's say like, something, I got something clear, to say. He's, he, uh, go ahead. I, He's got the power. Oh, no. So, yeah, and that's why. Yeah. I'm so proud to endorse Joe Biden for president of the United States. Choosing Joe to be my vice president was one of the best decisions I ever made. <laughs> and he became a close friend. So our country's future hangs on this election. Mm. And it won't be easy. The other side has a massive war chest. Oh. The other side has a propaganda network oh. with little regard for the truth. Oh. <laughs> what does that mean? On the other mean? hand... Pandemics have a way of cutting through a lot of noise and spin Mm. to remind us of what is real and what is important. This crisis has reminded us that government matters. Oh, It's reminded us that good government matters. Because it shut down the economy. That facts (laughs) and science matter. Facts Facts and science. Science? Science? He ended with science? Here's a fact. (laughs) The fact that Donald Trump has done more for black people than a black president in the White House. Ooh. That's a fact. Burn out down. Here's, <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> and, here, and here's something that I've said this before. We were talking about this earlier. Some of the things that we've seen in the minority community as it becomes a government overreach has been blown up so that we can see it on a grander scale now. Mm. We, we've seen this. And like what? Just the way that police are overstepping their boundaries, oh. the way that they're dealing with individuals that they shouldn't be dealing with. The way I mean, just it's just yeah. been arrested for you know, or cited for, for driving for driving. Yeah, it's exactly. Right, right just now, for being out. Now it's driving while being an American. That, yeah, it just keeps moving up. And, <laughs> yeah. and you know what? And I'm going to say this. I think that if we would have paid attention to the way the police have been handling things in black communities, in minority communities, we would have seen that there's a problem with authority. Period. Mm. And then we would have said this is going to fall out bigger. Yeah. It's going to reach yeah. out. I've been saying that for a long time, yeah. and we're seeing that. Here's something else that yeah, we're we seeing this see. at abortion clinics. We're seeing an abortion clinic. Absolutely. Right. I start seeing it happen to open their preachers right away. Yep, that was the first right. place that it came t- towards right. after that. But well, here's the other thing to that is that black people suffered worse under Obama mm. because of the, the regulations and things well, that he set up. Why do you say that? Because financially, I mean, every look, you can go to everybody who supported Obama, you puffy. Oprah, I mean, Oprah hasn't said much about it. Puffy, Oprah, Master P, all the rappers, everybody that was out there in the industry, all the people who were pushing the Go Vote campaign, yeah. they have all come out and said, he didn't. we didn't see any change happen in our community. He yeah. left us. He didn't do anything to help us out, and here we are hurting how, financially. How, how Businesses things, didn't grow. How did things get worse under him? Well, for the most part, the way the economic structure run, he didn't at all. I mean, nothing for the black. I don't like this, but this is what they point to. Nothing for the historical black colleges. Trump has given way more than Obama did for that. Mm. I mean, the things that the black people were expecting to see was economic bump somewhere in, in their finances. Okay. Where are we going to start doing better? Now the voices can hear us. Okay. Shouldn't we be doing better financially? Yeah. That didn't happen. You finally get a black so, face in the White House. <laughs> I was waiting for you to finish that. Is there, a, a, is there a punchline? So, but what you start Blackface seeing was my punchline. What you start seeing with Trump was Trump comes in here and decides to do things um, without being uh, without discriminating. 
and opens it up. And if I, imagine this, that the people on the low end actually get a lot more boost. Yeah. So you well, see more black businesses. You see more yeah. black businesses starting under yeah. uh, under Trump than you did Obama. Yeah. You see far more high black economics developing under Trump. Yeah. And you start seeing way more freedoms. And so all of a sudden you start seeing, hold on, I didn't like Trump, but he's giving me way more than the guy who I did like. Do you think this has to do and, with his deregulation policies? That's a huge part I mean, of it. Because I mean, I mean, I haven't seen it, this in the news recently, but I remember when he first started, he, what was his policy like for, for every? Every one regulation, he'd eliminate yeah. two. Yeah, two. He'd eliminate two. Yeah. I mean, trying to slash regulations. I mean, rem- I mean, all the regulations, all the red tape where you've got to go through the government to get something done is just one more speed bump yeah. for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're in a historically in, in, a, in a community or ethnicity or culture where historically it's already harder for you to get going, yeah. then I, I, can, you I can't. Can, you have to do so much to even get into the game that you can never I, get into I, the I game. I, that's, it makes Regu- sense to me. It so, makes sense to me. Yeah. And, and Thomas Sowell and Walter Williams have done great work on when we have a freer society, when we have less regulations, minority cultures, and when they when we don't when we deregulate um, minimum wage, yeah. right? we have minority cultures able to grow faster and better. One of the reasons black culture has had such a problem is because we play with it a lot more than we have any other minority culture. We didn't play with the Italians we, like we, this. We, 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 we keep, didn't play we with the Irish like this. Them. Leave yeah. them alone. Yeah. And so we keep anyway. Trump has done far more, and so what we're seeing now is. Trump has decided to uh, be not decided. Trump has been way more effective mm. than Obama has, mm, right. and so. And notice just this. I mean, I don't know if this is also indicative of what you're talking about, but again, Obama waits till everyone in the world that's my point has endorsed Biden, yeah. that's, that's and Obama's right. like, "All right, now here's he's my, my best friend, my moment of truth." Yeah, he said nothing. Yeah, zilch, silent. We have. If you want to see the leadership that we've had as far as these two presidents, we right. just saw it. We saw Trump come out and set up, I'm going to open up the economy, but first what I'm going to do is hit a, a bum run first, on the media. First, I'm going to punch you in the face. That's right. That's yeah. leadership. Yeah. And when, when nobody, no one else has done this before. Right. And then what, is, what does Obama do? Wait until the coast is clear to stick his head out. Mm. For his friend. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, right. For his yeah. friend. Right. I don't want to know about people who aren't his friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does that look right. like? If you're mm-hmm. if you're really good friends with Obama, he will wait until the coast is clear to come and I don't. And they don't come out and stand with. I you. don't call people friends who do stuff like that. Right. No, I no. want to you know when when it's shooting. If you can't hand me any ammo, I'm shooting you. Okay, <laughs> yeah. or get out the foxhole with me because right. we in war. Right. And so I think we we're seeing a different kind of leadership, and especially in times of crisis. You want to talk about times of crises? Yeah. I mean, he had. I mean, he had a crisis in 2008. It didn't. It, well, all Obama, he, Obama, Obama did. Obama did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And and what he did for that crisis didn't help anybody. What was that? That was a whole meltdown of the economy when it came oh, to housing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Depression. Yeah. 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 So I, at least there were no jobs. The job system shut down. The, the jobs are still there. Right. Up until this point. Yeah. Right. You know, we can get yeah. that. Everything is still there in place if we go ahead and get back to work. With Obama, there was nothing there in place even yeah. after he got done. Yeah. Well, and remember, courage. We've said this on the show before. Courage begets courage, and whatever. Trump's misplaced courage it, at times it it really does show in how right. the rest of the administration responds also. Yeah. So I think Attorney General Barr just this last yesterday was it yesterday released yeah. he released this statement it was uh, uh, issued a statement on religious practice and social distancing from the Department of Justice uh specifically Talking towards the the Kentucky. Mississippi church uh, situation. Was it, was it not Kentucky? It's Mississippi. Oh, Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. Mississippi. Okay. And this is just a. Uh, I got two paragraphs here. I just want to read from his statement, but it's really good. Um, 
He says, but even in times of emergency, when reasonable and temporary restrictions are placed on rights, the First Amendment and the federal, federal statutory law prohibit discrimination against religious institutions and religious believers. Thus, government may not impose special restrictions on religious activity that do not apply to similar non-religious activity. So, imbalanced application right. of law. And he says, for example, if a government allows movie theaters, restaurants, concert halls, and other comparable places of assembly to remain open and unrestricted, it may not order houses of worship to close, limit their congregation size, or otherwise impede religious gatherings. Religious institutions must not be singled out for special burdens, which they have. Right. And Attorney General Barr goes on to say, he says, today the department filed a statement of interest and support of a church in Mississippi that allegedly sought to hold a parking lot worship service in which congregants listened to their pastors preach over their radio radios in their car while sitting in their cars in the church parking lot with their windows rolled up. The city of Greenville fined congregants 500 per person. Yep. Per person. So how many people you have in your car? 500 per person. Oh, you'd be for, out of yeah, you're out of There goes your stimulus check. <laughs> 500 per Game person over. for attending these parking lot services while permitting citizens to attend nearby drive-in restaurants right. even with their windows open. Right. Yeah. There, right? was, there, so, was a, there was a video, actually, of a church who got shut down. Then they t- decided to go to Walmart. And all of them, I think 50 of them, went into Walmart and could all go into Walmart and gather in Walmart. Yep. But they couldn't gather right. in their cars. Right. Arbitrary, right? Yeah, yeah that, and exactly. that's that's the thing is, is it, and it, we have the same thing going on. It's not quite as strict here in Idaho. We've been a, the governor has explicitly allowed drive-in church services in Idaho. Good, but we still have the same inequality in the sense of you can go to Walmart, you can go to Winco, right? And if as as long as you're you know not you know hugging everybody around you yeah. and breathing in their face, yeah, it's totally legit. Yeah, and and there it really is singling out religion. It's saying, and this is the danger of this essential non-essential distinction. Yeah. Right. It, by what standard? Yeah. By what standard are we talking about? It's one thing to say there's a fire, get out right now. Yeah. Okay, fine. Temporary interruption of whatever, wherever the fire is, wherever the active shooter is, wherever the bomb mm-hmm. is, get out now. Fine. But as soon as you set something up that's, that has no limit, there's no immediate threat and danger, now you have to, you have to be saying, okay, if this is a, a bigger emergency than you think, then it has to apply equally across the board. That's right. Or you are discriminating. And the only way you're doing that is based on your arbitrary assumptions. Right. Uh, and, and I think the governor of Michigan is finding herself in a real issue because they're uh, going to protest on she, the Capitol steps. It's happening right now. It's happening right now. Right, right, now. Now. right okay. now. I saw a wow. live video feed earlier on wow. Facebook. Wow. How many people did it look like? I, I don't know, but the thousands? website, the Facebook had thousands. I don't wow. know how many are actually yeah, yeah. there. Okay. Um, but, but, but she's having to do now is, because of her arbitrary distinctions, I think yeah. she's allowed exceptions for churches, but she's but she still has this essential non-essential thing going on. So she's gone in and actually red taped off things that she thinks are not essential to your life. Yeah. So like garden seeds, you walk into are the store illegal to buy now. Yes. You can't buy seeds, which you might grow plants. Which for food, grow, which could help the poor. Right? Yeah, all but stuff. like, but like, I guess like toys and you know basketballs and you know anything she doesn't think is essential. Yeah, but she's but so you go into like Walmart and they actually have yellow tape yeah. wrapping off sections of the store that illegal. you cannot touch. It's illegal to buy those things. But what she's what this is what happens when you go with the law of man. When yeah, you go with the law right. of man, yeah. it is not internally consistent. Mm-hmm. That's right. And it, it's full of contradictions, which is why I don't care if you're the most Romans 13, you know, lover in the world. 
Yep. If you're trying to obey these regulations right now to the best of your ability, I guarantee you. <laughs> you could get arrested. You've broken one of them <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Right. Well, and it's going to change. You I, will break one you, of them. You have. Yeah. No, you know, you have. Yeah. I, I guarantee you, you have. You've broken it. Like, yeah. you, you didn't, you didn't, you're like, you got Romans 13 tattooed on their forehead. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you broke it. Well, you broke it because by just having Romans. There, yeah, there's that too. But it's, but the, like, we, there's inconsistencies all through yeah. it, right? Well, you and, broke it too because it's not constitutional. Exactly. Which is who you should have right. been submitting I mean, we to. Have, we have liquor stores open yeah. here in idaho yeah. you know this you know? doesn't this doesn't give me any great hope for how people are planning to start things back up yeah so i've been thinking about how are we going to get back to normal whatever normal is going to be and when we talked to dr ryan cole the other day i was a little concerned because the only thing that he thought of that would be getting us back to normal was testing, testing. yeah right. and if and everything right. that i'm hearing has some form of testing connected directly to it well and uh, if that's the case then who's going to be in charge of the testing? Who validates the testing? Yeah. Is it going to be local businesses? And is there going to be pressure from those local businesses, from the federal government or from the government well, to have testing? Yeah, the more I think about it, the more I think, while I think people should be free to do testing, yeah, I, I think any kind of mandatory testing is a bad, bad deal. Yeah, Because what that is basically doing is, is requiring some kind of license yeah. to be in public. That's yep. right. And, and, and I, I've seen the meme going around, and I agree with it completely. I got to, you know, the Bible... And the Constitution are my license for being in public. That's right. I'm free to be unharassed and unbothered, um, whether I'm wearing a face mask or not. Yeah, Yeah. that's Um, right. And um, a mandatory face mask. And if somebody on their private property for their business or wants to make us some kind of rule and regulation, that's their business. Yeah. And I can choose to honor that or not honor that. I think my problem is I think the pressure is going to be put on the businesses from the federal government or from the government to do this. And if they don't do it and someone catches Corona now, now they're going to hold them. They're going to put so much pressure on them that they it's the idea of giving up your your freedoms because it seems good and you made the decision and (laughs) and if there's money coming in flowing in from the government or persecution yeah well both sides i mean they could they could say you know hey you know how you took that you're taking that that forgivable loan for the coronavirus you got to follow all regulations there's hooks in there absolutely that's why i say you better be careful do you know what you're signing up for but this is why it's silly to be talking about how we're handling the situation as opposed to what really the crisis is, because what happens is when you just focus on how we're handling the situation, the crisis becomes a boogeyman. Right. Right. We just we just right. exacerbate the crisis. We make it sound bigger because all we're focusing I, about is are you handling it rightly? Is your right. business handling it right and now? That's is why, your governor handling it rightly? And that's why I would say rather than inf- I think I think people should be free to do the antibody test. They should yeah. be free to do that. Yeah. And I think that will be helpful data. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I'm still of the opinion that all of the data that has rolled in has demonstrated. That those basically people over 60 are the ones who are most in yep. danger yep. and people with other immune deficiencies. Yep. They should be encouraged, strongly encouraged to quarantine themselves. Self-quarantine. And then yep. the rest of the healthy population of America get back should to go it. back to work recognizing that the virus is going to go around. Yep. People are going to get it's it like they get it. And we're going to slowly but surely develop herd immunity. Yep. Yeah. And that's the solution. Yeah. I'm there. I'm I, there with but, you, man. But that's But that's – that depends on people taking responsibility for themselves, yeah. um, evaluating various risk factors to the best of their ability, right. and then and then trusting God and That's not right. being afraid and of, see, of this sickness. And seeing the play, right now we're in a position where we're very, very vulnerable. Yeah. We are vulnerable. We want to get back to work. We want to get back to our normal lives. And almost any olive branch that is handed us, we're willing to take. Yeah. But we need to ask the question. At what cost? At what cost? What are we giving up in taking this olive branch? It right. doesn't seem, and, and they'll make it look like it's all your idea. 
Yeah. Hey, this is just an option. Right. But we need to be mindful of it and is, say, is no. there a gun? Th- that's are, right. Are they brandishing a gun behind it? Is, that's there, right. is there a threat yeah. behind it? Well, and, and this is why I don't, I don't want the church to pull an Obama right here. Right. Meaning, meaning that they lead after. It's safe. It's safe. This that's is why, right. This is why I loved the yeah. letter from our presiding minister of the CREC. We, the, that's the denomination that Christ right. Church is a part of. Is the Communion of Reformed Evangelical that's Churches. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we all shared his letter yesterday yeah, on, on, on social oh, yeah. media. Um, but um, our he's he's basically the moderator the, of the of the denomination right. uh, that we call it presiding minister. But he's he's between meetings. He's the one that organizes things and can speak on behalf of the denomination. He wrote a wonderful letter. Letter, public letter. It's addressed to the president, governor, congressman, senators, mayor, and civic leaders in the USA and yep. abroad. So all magistrates, basically, in our land. Because we have CREC churches not just in U.S., but no, ev- yeah. in other countries. The CREC is not an American denomination. Yeah, it's, it, an, inter- it's, it's an international. It's, it's based here, yeah. but we actually have full member churches in um, in Ukraine, yeah. in Poland, Russia. In, in Japan, yeah. in Russia, yeah. um, all over the world. Um, and there's, there's a number of really good things in this letter. Um, and But I just want to highlight a couple of particular sections. First of all, it begins by thanking the magistrates for the care and concern they've shown for the citizens who elected you and for your attempt to do what you believe to be best for the public good in light of the available yep. information at the time. That's really Honor kings. It, it honors them. Yep. It assumes the best. Yep. And then it says this. It is now apparent that our initial information was incomplete. The pandemic is not what we all thought it was going to be. This is understandable. It was new. We all thought it was a dire threat, and we all responded to protect the lives of our citizens and our congregants as we should have. It is now clear that the stated rationale for these temporary emergency actions, quote, to flatten the curve, unquote, has been achieved and that these temporary measures are no longer necessary. If we continue on the current course of action of extreme mitigation, things may get much worse as we fear they most certainly will. And so it goes on to say it is now time to open up for business, return to work and return to the worship of the triune God. And notice it's both those things back to work and back to worship triune God of the triune God. Now, it goes on to say this. If this, is, if this were a great plague, a direct threat to the health and lives of all our congregants, as many of us initially thought it was, we would be glad to continue to comply with reasonable measures to mitigate the spread. However, it is now clear that it is not the plague, and we are not prepared to continue to comply with extreme mitigation efforts. Another paragraph, and then it continues. The citizens of the United States and our congregants are already beginning to strongly feel the need to get back to regular living. While we do not currently have a date after which we will no longer comply with extreme restrictions, we believe the time is now at hand for our leaders to stand down from the extreme isolation efforts, and the date after which we will no longer comply is soon approaching in days or weeks, not months. Well That's done. awesome. Well done. And I don't know of another denomination that has yet spoken this clearly yeah. to the magistrates. Are no. you guys aware of I, one? No, not, not no, that I know of. And, and I yeah. agree completely. I love I love the the theme that is developed in this show. You got a, you got uh, you got Trump. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know, uh, out in front. Yeah. Yep. Leading. You know, yep. Kind of obnoxious, maybe sometimes. Kind of. <laughs> all right, very obnoxious. Um, you know, you know, sort of all over the map. Yeah. Sure, but at least leading. Yeah. And I would say, in general, and thanks to a lot of the people surrounding Absolutely him, absolutely leading. Yeah, generally leading in a in a better direction yeah. than not. And, yep. Uh, and, and salute to Pence too. Wow. And, you know, yeah. Pence, Barr. Yeah. All of yeah. Um, and then you got Obama. Yeah. You know, yeah. in creeping behind in, in the bushes. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Is it safe out yeah. here? Yeah, he, he's my friend too. I'm with him too. Yeah. You know, Johnny come lately, which Talk about is selfish. which is the temptation of the modern evangelical church. 
The, yep. you know, Obama right. represents the modern evangelical oh. church so well. Oh, right. Mm. When it's safe, we'll stick our head up. Not yeah. standing in the gap. And not yep. no, not, right? not risking anything. Yeah, right. At this point, right, right. And and then and then and then you have. I'm so That's, grateful for yep. uh, Pastor Virgil Hertz' Way to go, Virgil. statement on behalf of the presiding ministers of of this of the community of reformed evangelical churches. Yep. You know, saying, look. We know what you were trying to do. Yep. We appreciate what you were trying to do. We yep. honor you for that. We prayed. We've been praying for you for that. It's time to change the course. Facts have come out. Yep. It's clear now. Yep. Stand down. Let us get back to work. Yep. And we want you to know that um, it, the time is quickly approaching in which we will no longer comply with these extreme measures. It's mm-hmm. days, not weeks. It's d- days or weeks, not months. Yeah. I, and I, also, we've always talked about when you have a leader, when you have a, we've talked about this with sheriffs, we've talked about this with governors, uh, but when you have a leader out there who's going to put their neck out there, who's going to stand yeah. up, you come back and support them. You get yeah. behind them and you stand yeah. there with them. So that's why I, I wanted to I, share it publicly. Yeah. Make sure everybody and, I, saw and I know Presiding Minister Hurt also has the support of the presiding ministers of, ministers of the presbytery. super important. Yeah. And I know that they have been in close contact, and I'm sure they gave a lot of input and counsel on this. Way and I'm to sure go. that's also been part of his ability to, to stand, stand bold. firm. That's, yep. It's great. And so wherever you are, um, look to your leaders and look to encourage them. Your, yeah. your pastors and elders, that's do right. they know that you will stand with them? That's right. That you will support them? Um, do your mayor and city council and does your mm-hmm. governor know that mm-hmm. you, you are in, you, you're thankful for them and you want to support them as they will do something, they will do what is right, that they will reopen the economy, yeah. they will allow worship to recommence, right. and, and with, you know, if, if you want to take some reasonable precautions and, and, and recommend those things, fine. Yep. Um, but the emergency is clearly not an emergency. Yeah. Right. Can, I, I, if we want imposition, is, did I say that right? Interposition. In, interposition. In, yeah. I forgot to, interposition inside of the abortion issue. Yeah. With our governors, with our mayors, with our city council members, right? If we want that, I'm seeing this is what it looks like to start it. Yeah. We have Absolutely. bold men standing up right now right. and getting here. Let's get behind them and say we'll support you because we need to practice this. Yeah. We need yeah. to practice we this, kind of, really this kind of leadership. And right now is a great time to start practicing. Yeah. And it's starting with the church. All my brothers and sisters who are like, the church isn't doing enough. Well, hey, right now, take and let's pray for yeah. our brother Virgil. Let's pray for the CREC. Yeah. And let's pray that other denominations decide to follow suit. Right. And this kind of leadership will have a domino effect on everything else. And what it also does is as the Lord blesses this kind of courage, it will put your church church, your pastors, your leaders, your denominations in position to then good give good counsel and That's advice right. as we go forward. I mean, we're concerned about freedom. We're concerned about Christian freedom. Yep. Well, that's going to come from the Bible, not from anywhere else. Yep. Which, but we have to begin by you have to risk. Yeah. You have to step out and say, "This is this is the truth. This is what the Bible says. This is what our Constitution allows for, and therefore, this is what you need to do." Right. Yeah. And in doing that, yeah, you're taking a great risk. But as the Lord blesses it and demonstrates that it really is wisdom, it puts you in a position then to offer additional wisdom mm-hmm. when it comes to abortion, when yeah. it comes to Second Amendment rights, yep. when it comes to fiscal responsibility, when it comes to the abomination That's of right. sodomy. If, yep. if we want, we want Christ honored in the public square. You can't wait until it's safe. No, that's right. No. You, you, that's you exactly, don't pull an Obama. That's exactly you, you, right. You do it now, yeah. and and you ask God to bless it. First of all, I want to thank everybody who's been joining us every day this week and last week and the week before. We appreciate yeah. you guys. All you Fight, Laugh, Feast club members who have been supporting us. Guys, we couldn't do this without you. Yeah. Um, we're a little beat and tattered, but we're, we're beat and tattered on your behalf. And so everybody who's been supporting us, thank you so much for hey, allowing and, this to happen. And, and, you know, I saw this yesterday online, and I really appreciated it. But if you got a you got a cross-Baltic mug or you got a your Fight, Laugh, <laughs> yes. shirt, yeah. take a picture. 
And please, share it. Yeah. Lo- oh, that'd be great. Take a picture, or you got your pint glasses, you got, you know, yeah, whatever you got. That's right. Uh, fill your, you know, give yourself a Sabbath brew. Yeah. And cheers to the king. Yeah. And, and share it. And share the so, show. So that we can celebrate with you, and you can, you can share with everyone. You know, the best support us. And and you guys who are not like your brother and sister who support Rowdy Christian Media, you need to go ahead and sign up right now. (laughs) Crosspolitik.com. Love it. Fightlaughfeast.com. Love it. And, and, oh, don't forget about the conference coming up. You know, you're going to be losing your money if you don't do it. So go and do it. So if you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until tomorrow, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, feast. This is Cross Politics.